everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season 1, Episode 17, in translation. I'm Kurt, joined by my former teacher, Mr. Sal. Hello there. Yeah, okay. Every time. Every... <laughs> every... Do you, do you have to say that every single time, hello there? I do. I'm, I'm pouring one out for Ethan. Oh, okay, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, he did die, didn't he? Well... So, this is Lost in Translation. Uh, so, I know we talked about the the title of this episode last episode. I just want to go out on a limb. Hot take. Greatest title yet. Ooh. Interesting. No, I'm lying. That, that I, I disagree with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible take. I think Tabula Rasa is better than it. Uh, but I do think it's a clue. I, I do like... like it's better than House of the Rising Sun. <laughs> oh, House of the Rising Sun is just an awful title. Uh, I, mean, I don't know the relation. Maybe there's something we're missing. Whatever whatever the case may be, really terrible title. No, I like that one. Because at least <laughs> there's a case, and they're wondering what's in the case. So that's fine. That's except that's better than House of the Rising Sun. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, House of the Rising Sun is bad. That is really bad. The title's like, it's not even applicable, I feel like. No, it's not. It's just, it's just catch you with it so, i like the title though I, this one yeah oh yeah me too i like it a lot because it's like in translation I'm like in trans lost in translation yeah uh, and it's also applicable yes it is right. things are lost in translation yep quite a bit in this episode yeah speaking of which we've both seen it make sure you guys have seen it spoiler warnings for lost up until now and minor spoiler warnings for the leftovers mr sal yes i told you you'd hate this episode and then you told me that I would love it. You went back and forth. You're going to hate the next one. Yeah, you keep saying this. I'm yeah. really excited about the next one. Don't it's make a Hurley me episode. I know. I don't make gonna... me hate it before I watch it. I, I'm really excited about it. Did you see the teaser? Yes. That's why I'm so excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, I, I, that, that's my favorite part of this episode. Really? <laughs> I, I I lost it. I had to rewind and watch it again. I I'll be honest. I took a screenshot of it in case you didn't see it. So I could, oh, no, I saw I it. Screenshot. I, I was so excited. I like jumped out of my chair. <laughs> I always imagine in TV scenes, you know, I was looking at the TV versus the characters on TV. I I do tend to do that. Yeah. I I figure if they're putting a TV screen on my TV screen, there's a good reason for it. Now yeah. that's not always the case. Yeah, yeah, but. but I, I think that in Lost and the Leftovers, it generally is. Lost and the Leftovers. Oh, okay. I think I said Lost in Lost, the Leftovers. Okay, Lost and the Leftovers. Yes, yes. In Damon Lindelof's world, if he puts something on screen, on my screen, it's probably important. So. Yeah, it's like a magnifying glass onto it. So, mm -hmm. if that's your favorite part of the episode. Well, no, I, I, I shouldn't say yeah. it's my favorite <laughs> It's the part that got the biggest reaction out of me. Understandably, I I didn't notice it my first time watching either. So oh, when I when I saw that, I was like, oh wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, I, would, I actually I rewound it because I wanted to see if they were speaking English on the TV, and maybe I could pick up what they were saying. But I they weren't. No, they I, were not. Yeah. Do not worry, because that'll be next episode. But right now we're talking about this episode. Yes, and in this episode. In translation, I have to guess your rating. Oh, that's right, you do. Hmm. So if I if I think back, if I think back, let me look back. Last episode was Outlaws. 
That was your favorite episode so far. Yep. Which so, you all said I would hate. So I'm going to take the guess that this episode is below your new favorite episode. Rankings. Um, below Outlaws? Yeah, below Outlaws. Okay. I, I feel like you gave it an 8 and it's a safe bet. I'm going to go optimistic though and say you gave it a 9. Uh, I gave it an 8. Okay, damn it. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I do like it. I like this episode a lot. There's a lot that I loved actually. Um, there's just some stuff that I don't love. There, there. I also gave it. Well, actually, no, I didn't. Also, I gave it a seven. Okay. Wait. No, I didn't give it a seven. Let me go look. I gave it an eight. Yeah, I did give it an eight. I okay. almost gave it a seven. Now it got yeah. an eight. <laughs> yeah. So you're a little higher on it than me, but not yeah. much. I gave this one an eight. Yeah. The. I could probably. I think we both share some frustrations with this episode. We'll see. I we'll see. We do, but I think there's some that are going to be unique to me. Oh okay, yeah, I see how it is. Well, you want to, you want you want to go right into it? Yeah, unless you want to talk about what we loved and what we didn't love first. Oh yeah, yeah I guess we can do that. What do you? So, obviously, something I didn't like, which was why doesn't Jin express his feelings more? What's going on to him more? Tucson. That's that's a good point. I, that, I think that would get rid of a lot of the frustration between the two if you just did that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I think. I, I, along those same lines, one of my frustrations is that his motivation for everything is son, and he treats her like garbage. I I would agree to that in the sense that he treats her like garbage in our eyes, but in his eyes, he's doing what he think is what he thinks is right. Oh, for oh, son. I'm not talking about the flashbacks. I agree with you in the flashbacks. I'm talking about on the island. I mean, so we can talk about this in the very beginning when he covers up Sun in her bikini, yeah. right? Yes. So I would I would agree that that's a bad thing. To, like I, I think that's kind of scummy, right? Yeah. But from from Jin, I, I said Sun, I think earlier. From Jin's perspective, though, that's the right thing to do. So he does it, right? Mm -hmm. I understand that. So I I I I I don't want to say respect it because I I don't. I think that's the wrong thing to do. But I understand why he did that. You know what I mean? Okay. So so he cares about Sun, so he does what he he thinks what he thinks is right. Okay. But, uh, eh, I mean, I'm thinking back to like when he slapped her hand when she was going for the sea urchin. You know, I. I oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's I, true. I mean, I, I'm. And I'm not well, that's because it was poisonous. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm sure there have been more examples. I'm just not thinking of them right now. But I, I, I mean, no, you I'm, are right. He is not treated the How many times have I said Jin's the worst? Like, <laughs> you know, he he just tackles Michael for the watch. You know, like I don't know. So I guess my my, my biggest issue with this episode is, is 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 that that his his motivation for everything is son, and I don't think he treats her very well. But then on top of that, like. <laughs> I actually loved the flashbacks. Like we, they were exactly what we talked about. Remember, I said I would be really yeah. seeing all of Sun's flashbacks from Jin's perspective. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's most of them. It's not like every single one, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, uh, I mean, you it's, see some. You see some definitely. Or you see what leads into all of Sun's flashbacks. Oh, like definitely. Why she? Why she got the dog? You see why she? Uh, bloody Jin. Where he was when he bloodied his hands. You know all that stuff, and 
all of it, I, I think uh, <laughs> I, maybe I'm maybe I'm just a little disappointed because I uh, I was wrong, <laughs> but, <laughs> and I don't like being wrong, but uh, <laughs> but I do like being surprised. But I, I the thing is, I felt like his flashbacks were a little uh, chalky. Do you know what chalky means? You know, no. Do you know what chalk means when you're talking about? Okay, so dry. No. Okay. Um, so when you are you familiar with the March Madness NCAA basketball tournament? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And how everybody fills out a bracket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's ever... like one? I filled out a bracket before. Yeah. Yeah. Chalk is when you just pick the the top seed. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done that before. Right. Except so... Gonzaga. Oh. All the way. Yeah. Or Gonzulu is like to call them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's chalk chalk is when you just you pick the most obvious choice and i felt like the flashbacks were kind of the most obvious path for Jin to take having said that i liked seeing them from his perspective and i think that overall they went a long way toward me liking Jin more as a person mm-hmm. but also making him a less interesting character mm-hmm. That's fair enough. I, yeah. I can agree with that. Yeah. How now? Oh, and I, I did not love the Shannon Side stuff at all. So. Oh yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for what 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 what's that strip that Shaid or Oh god. Cyanin. 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 Yeah. I, no. I, and honestly, I, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago it's I was surprised that nobody had paired off on the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not the pairing I was ever expecting, and it doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. No, well, you heard Boone, which we'll talk about later. You know, yeah, he likes right. older men. Yeah, we can take care of her, and Saeed's the survivalist. Well, everybody, every man on the island is older than her. That's true, but that can take care of her and is willing to. Sawyer, Sawyer's not going to take care of her. Uh, Mike's got a kid to worry about. Jack's busy leading people. Locks. Uh- Kind of creepy, probably. Like, I, he's a scary I, guy. I don't know. I, well, anyway, I, I'm not in love with that stuff. Now, Very there was true. stuff that I did love. I loved everything having to do with the raft. Oh, yeah. Loved and it. The, ra- the raft, I will tell you, I mean, even at the ending, it does not end here. Okay. Right. Good. I loved, um, I loved even, like, all, uh, there wasn't a lot of lock stuff. But I loved every lock bit. So uh, I I loved when Sun revealed that she speaks English. That was awesome, uh, and I I actually really loved the last flashback with Jin and his father. Yes, I I bet that would I I would have been shocked if you saw that coming because they do. I mean, having, I, having watched the episode, knowing about his dad. Yep. I know. I just look at it. I'm like, huh? Okay. I suspected his father was still alive because they kept bringing it up. That is true. Yeah. So I was wondering if you'd catch on but, to that. But that that didn't ruin it for me. I, mm-hmm. I like it wasn't the shock of that his father was alive that made that scene for me. What made that scene for me was his admission of being ashamed of his father and his apologizing for it. I, it, you, I mean, one of the things I think you you probably have picked up on this from from me having talked about so much uh leftovers and lost that i'm a huge fan of portrayals of guilt 
Yeah, and, you love guilty people. Oh my god, I love. I mean, not by guilty people. I, don't <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I really put words in your mouth right there. You right, love no, guilty I, people. I, I love people who feel guilt. <laughs> I love it. And that's why Sawyer is like my favorite character on the show because his his primary drive and everything he does is the guilt that he feels for what he did. Well, if that's the case, you're not going to like the next episode, the Hurley episode. I'm not sure how that would be relevant to this. I mean, it's not, it's not to say that I don't like characters who don't feel guilt. It's just that the, the most interesting stuff stuff for me to watch is people coping with guilt. It's, you know, I, I don't want to spoil Game of Thrones for you because you still may watch it, but it's one of the one of the things that I love I, I did love about Jamie's character. Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was my favorite character in the series, and I hate the way his story arc ended. But anyway, um, it was one of the one of the reasons why I didn't like the last season of Game of Thrones was because that feeling of guilt that he had for so long in the in the series kind of dissipated toward the end. So I, I didn't like that. But anyway, um, and, but the best thing about this episode, the best thing about this episode is the song at the end because it's one of my favorite songs. And when I heard it start playing, I broke out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> broke out. Okay. Anyway. Well, anywho. Yep. To the episode is... Well, so you, you liked the flashbacks in this episode? Because we start off basically with the flashback. Right. I, I like I like the structure of them. I like that they set up all of Sun's flashbacks. I, I, that was very interesting to me. Um, I, and I like the father-son flashback. Um, I don't love all of the flashbacks. Some of them I do. Uh, but like the ones, if they if they were a little too chalky for me, then I didn't love them. But yeah, there's one I there's one I didn't really care for. Uh huh. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Um. But so we begin this Jin looking on the water immediately into a first flashback, mm-hmm. and it's Jin's meeting with Sun's dad requesting her hand in marriage. So we had seen in Sun's episode, right? Him going oh. Is is this? I'm trying to remember in Sun's episode. It's him telling her, "I have to do it. I have to ask him. He can't just run away." Yep. And then we see another flashback with him coming back successfully, yep. right? A winning man, having a, <laughs> you know, gotten the okay from the dad, but he has to work for her. Mm-hmm. Dad, and she's met or not mesmerized. What's it? Yes. Saddened by it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so we just see the. The meeting between uh, what was that, Mister Paik? I I saw the the English subtitle for it, like Mister P A I K Pike. Pike, yeah, I'll say Pike. I I don't know how they said it, so yeah, we'll just go with Pike. Mister Pike and Jin, they talk. He's obviously the man of power, Mister Pike. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we learn a little bit more about Jin. He has the ambitions to one day own a restaurant and a hotel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jin says his father is dead. Later in the episode, we'll see that's false, but mm-hmm. this is the first time Jin says he's dead and goes along with it. Yep. And I want to note this lie that Jin keeps on going with. Because, um... Never in the episode is it ever shown... Sun does not know Jin's father is dead. Right. And she, No, he, she doesn't know his father is alive. Alive, I mean, yeah, sorry. I said yeah. the wrong way around, yeah. She thinks Jin's father is dead. Yes. 
And at one point, calls Jin. He basically says Jin never lies, right? He'll, he he does anything but lie. Yeah, that's or, or oh, right. I that's true. We'll hit on that later. But this is the one lie Jin tells, as far as we know, as well. One lie Jin tells. So I'm very. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially at the end of this, I want to really hit on why does Jin lie so much about his dad? Why is he ashamed? Look, uh, I think it speaks volumes to why is he lying about this? This is the one thing he lies about. But mm-hmm. back to that. Now he goes on about how he'll do anything for Sun, and eventually they shake. He's got he's got the okay. He's got the nod. Nice flashback. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but the father also. Oh said, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. biggest part. Yeah, the biggest part. I have to work for him. <laughs> you you do anything for for her, for her? Would you come work for me? Um, and when he says yes, the, the father is so unimpressed that he would give him a dream, and that's where he says she is my dream, uh, which that's. I mean that's sweet, and and it makes you feel like oh, Jin's not the worst after all. Oh, he just really wants to get that cushy job, right? So, that and we all you know we all know that when we covered House of the Rising Sun, I was fully on board with with saying that Jin was using his connection to Sun to get this job. It wasn't the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, I was wrong. Yeah, but it seems. I, I mean, obviously, I was right, but. Uh, Obviously, I can choose whether I want to be right or wrong. Well, yes, like Saeed's wife. (laughs) (laughs) But but the thing is, in this case, I didn't know that we were ever going to get an answer to that. And I kind of, I guess that's one of the problems that I have with this episode is I liked that we never knew. Oh, Jin's motives. Yes, I really enjoyed that. Oh, okay. Well. No, I, you you can try to cling on to that, but it's hard to. I can't. I, can't. <laughs> it's, it's, I cannot. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I think this is a nice enough episode though to break that. Yeah, like I said, I like Jin much more as a person now. I'm just less interested in him as a character now. Yeah. So. I but they do they do leave the path open for him at the end of the episode. He can mm-hmm. he's malleable. There's a lot of different ways he can go. Yep. So. After that flashback, we cut back to the present, and this Jin seeing Sun in a bikini runs to her, tries to cover her, and we see all the other like islanders watching upon this yeah. fiasco. And Mike is the one that decides to be a hero, stand up for Sun. I don't know how you want to put it, but it wasn't just the covering up. It wasn't he like dragging. He was. He was. Yeah. He like starts pulling at her. There's yeah. something. It's not like. He's not hitting her, but he's like, he's 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 touching her and being kind of physical. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely it isn't like it's not a great scene. No, it's by like his motivation for everything is son, but he doesn't treat her well, and it's yeah. it's really frustrating. But anyway, and so Mike runs up and pushes Jin away from Son, and this mm-hmm. prompts Son to slap Michael for yep. pushing Jin, to which they both walk off. Son and Jin. And we get the intro. So at this point, were you questioning why Sun slapped Mike? That no, that's what I I I, I assumed that she slapped Mike specifically to protect him. Okay. And she Looking. she said that later. She does say yeah. She says that very soon afterward. Oh, by the way, I wanted to, I wanted to note here that uh, I noticed in the first flashback 
they they had a close up of Mr. Pike's watch. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, is that the same watch? But then they show the watch in this next scene uh, with Jin and Son. He's like staring at the watch, and it's it's a different watch. But it's not the dad's watch. Yeah. I will later learn probably whose watch it is or where the watch is supposed to go. Yes. So we get that scuffle. Uh, mm-hmm. We go and we see Jin. Uh, Jin and Son are talking now in the cave, and he asks, you know, "What's going on?" And this is, by the way, he's looking at the watch here, right? Is this what you mean? Yes. Yeah, he's looking at the watch here, and he asks Son, "Hey, what's going on between you and Mike?" And Son says nothing, and this just makes him storm off. So, Jin, we've wondered if Jin has suspicion that Son knows English. Yeah. We're not sure on that, but he's definitely suspicious of Mike and Son. Some right. capacity because it's not the he does this multiple times in the episode where whenever Mike's brought up or something, he's just he's not he's not about that Mike guy and son, yeah. Well, you know, I think this goes all the way back to House of the Rising Sun when he when he did tackle Mike and then suddenly Mike gave him the watch back. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. th- there's no way that Michael could have known that exactly. It had to be something with son, to right? Tell Mike. Yeah, yes, certainly. Mm-hmm. So you know, Son communicated with Mike about that, but to right. how he does not know, and why did it work? Why did Mike listen? All this other stuff, yeah. But Jin is still suspicious of that. Looks like he's never looked over. And we enter another flashback. This is my least favorite one, I think. This one right here. Yeah, this this is this is not great. It just kind of shows. I mean, there's some stuff. I, it's the day of their wedding. Mm-hmm. They're all lovey dovey. Yeah, good for them. It's, that's not how a wedding really goes, though, does it? You've had a wedding. Is it more stressful than this, or is it? Is this exactly uh, how it is? Oh, it's so stressful. Okay, so, so, so but, Jin, I mean, this is what's also strange about this is that they're kind of hanging out before. Yeah, I, I, I guess maybe it's not like a Western marriage style. But, yeah, it must be. Yeah, but maybe also they're not stressed. Uh, son's father is very wealthy, so maybe he's bankrolling the wedding. Yeah, that because that's be. the case. Yeah, what's there to stress about then? Oh, there's plenty to stress about. <laughs> So I don't know what's there to stress about. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. So you know they're lovey dovey. They're all happy, and the topic of the honeymoon comes up. Sun wants her honeymoon, but Jin says no. I can't. I gotta make sure your dad knows I'm serious. I've gotta finish my management training before we go. Mm-hmm. And he takes like the flower, typical. Do you know what the flower is? Sin- I don't. The the white flower gives it the sun and yep. promises in six months we'll have our honeymoon. So, yep. yep. There you go. I, I don't know what kind of flower it is, but it does keep popping up. It does keep popping up. Jin should keep like a bunch of these around just whenever Sun gets mad. Because this, this right. always seems to work right. I've never seen Jin present Sun this flower and things go wrong for him. Yes. Just keep a yeah. drawer of these bad boys. Now, th- now, his father comes up in this scene too, doesn't he? Yes, you're right. I yep. He she does bring it up uh, that she wishes wishes that Jin's father was alive to see this. And Jin mm-hmm. just kind of like gives like a sad face. Yeah, she apologizes for bringing him up. So another mention of the father and Jin. No mention keeps the of lie the... going. What's that? Jin keeps the lie going. Yes, he does. So this is twice he has denied his father. Denied his father's existence. Mm-hmm. 
No mention of mother ever, but... I know, yeah, it was like, your father. Well, we yeah. know your mother's dead, but your father, if only he was alive to see this. Yeah. I, I that's, that's a great question, yeah, why did they never mention his mother? Uh, I mean, I, I maybe it's a cultural thing, I, I'm not sure, uh-huh. but, you know. Yeah. No, that's really, I never thought about that. Yeah, what about his mom? Maybe, like, <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, I lost my mom, or, like, I never knew my mom, or something to this degree, but... I mean, I, I mean, that could be. It could be that he never knew his mom, but... Yeah, that is odd, actually, now that you say that. Anyway. <laughs> that's that flashback. Didn't care for it that much. Yeah. I mean, it gave some information, but... Eh. Whatever. I mean, I, I think more than anything, it just serves to uh, remind us that Jin is telling people that his father is dead. Yeah, and that they were once happy. If you hear it once... That's one thing, but if when you hear it twice, you really start to notice it. But mm-hmm. so we come back to uh, present day. It's Mike working on the raft. Mm-hmm. Son approaches him, and you know apologizes for, for slapping him. And Mister Sal called it. Yeah, he slapped him to protect him from Jim. Uh, despite telling him this, Mike is still pretty salty. Oh yeah, he yeah. just says, "Yeah, still your problem, son, or something." <laughs> Which, I guess, like you got slapped and you're upset, but son's like you know trying to be. Like, oh, listen, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I th- I, I understand this. I understand because what son says is he uh, he doesn't that Mike doesn't know what Jin's capable of, and that's when Mike says, "Not my problem, it's yours." And I think that you know Mike says, you know, I've I've tried to intervene in this situation two times now. And I, I've gotten tackled, practically drowned, and uh, and I've gotten slapped in the face, and I've I'm just not going to deal with that anymore. So, <laughs> it's your problem. Yeah. Uh Bill, Mike. I also want to know how you feel about Mike after this episode. Or you can tell, yeah, tell. yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think I. I changed my thinking on Mike changed much. Do you think uh, he's a good father? I, I, I think he's trying to be a good father. But is he a good father? I, I guess the fact that Walt <laughs> doesn't want to leave would indicate that he's not seeking the input that he probably should be seeking from Walt. I don't think that makes him a bad father, but I think that. It's a point where he needs improvement. <laughs> that's like the most. That's the most roundabout way of saying so. Tell so they're a bad father of like. No, you know, I, I don't think he's a bad father. A, no, 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 no. Your child doesn't listen to you, and you could really use some improvement. But you're not a bad father. I don't because I don't think he is a bad father. Okay. I think just because he doesn't pick up on this, doesn't mean he's a bad father. He's I, the father I'd strive to be. Is that true? Maybe. I don't know. Why I'm, not? He's like I, the only father on this island, right? I can't. I can't. Um, is he the only father? I mean, unless somebody has a child that we don't know. He's the only about. father we know of. Yeah. But there you it, go. I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but he's. You know. Best father on the island. Father of the <laughs> island. <laughs> father of the island. I want to celebrate Father's Day. It's only him. Yeah. He should be leading into that whole I'm a father. Yeah. Celebrate yeah. me. But I think that 
he he genuinely is trying to do what's best for Walt, what he thinks is best for Walt, but he's not listening to Walt. I know. So that's, it's not like Walt saying, I want to stay. And he's saying, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm we're, we're doing this. Like it's, so he's not deliberately like contradicting Walt or, or uh, invalidating Walt, but he's not seeking his input. And that's, that's, that's the problem. But I don't think it's, I think it could be a lot worse. But do you think that's problems really Mike's fault? Like, do you think, do you think it's bad of him to assume Walt wants to leave the island too? Um, I think that with him, I, he he doesn't necessarily need to know that Walt wants to leave the island because he he believes that what's what's best for him is to leave the island, and. Walt is what 12 years old uh, isn't he like almost yeah almost 12 10? something like that anyway he's yeah so he's he's young so i mean to a certain extent you know he has he has to make the decision that he thinks is best even if it might not be what my, what walt wants mm-hmm. yeah. but i think that a conversation with walt would be beneficial okay talk to your kid is the mr sal advice I forgot why he's so vehement about getting off the island in the first place it was it wasn't because of Locke. like it was because of the lock walt relationship i thought he's wasn't that when he said i'm done with this i'm getting off this island i can't remember what triggered him i think Maybe it was like that. ethan Claire thing uh guys. i don't but i thought it was in his episode it was. It wasn't his episode. Really, like, pushed so, him over the edge. Ethan hadn't even gotten back yet, because Claire came back at the end of that episode. But even the thought of the others could have done it. Maybe, but I don't think it was. I think it was that he was really upset with Locke for, you know, Walt always hanging out with him. I was like, I'll just get off the island to get my son back. By the end of that episode, it seemed like he and Locke had kind of reconciled. So I'm not sure why he is so hell bent on getting off the island now. He like, well, I mean, I, I know, but I he, see, he, he is he is a big thing he does always say is like he'll do anything to get Walt and him off the island, right? Like he really he wants he thinks what's best for Walt is to get him off the island. Yes, which probably is the best for Walt. He's a young kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of uh, contemporaries on this island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of other kids, a lot of things to relate. <laughs> Just kind of playing with the dog. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. Anyway, we've talked a lot about Mike. Is there something else you wanted to say about Mike? No, no, no. Okay. Good here. We'll cut to Jin golfing. I know. This is the golfing. best golfing scene there's been so far. It's Jin golfing some rocks. Hitting I love them. Yeah. Apparently comes up, talks about sea urchins, how they'd golf better. Thought I'd throw that in for you. <laughs> so, I, I never realized how much you mentioned sea urchins between Hurley and Jin. Every time there's a Hurley and Jin scene, they, they like mention sea urchins. Thank, thank goodness. Let me tell you. I, I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, you know he try Hurley tries to extend a hand out to Jin. He needs to he needs help relaxing, right? Yep. And he just kind of gives up on Jin because it takes too long. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, ah, whatever. You can just be an outsider. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and, and seriously though I'm, I mean Hurley is trying to bring him in and Jin is rejecting it mm-hmm. now whether do you think that's purposeful or just 
Like Jim can't understand him, so he just yeah, whatever. I mean, he's got fishing. He's got fishing gear. Like it, <laughs> it's it's pretty clear what Hurley is asking, and and Jim is, I think, rejecting it. Not not just he. It's not that he isn't understanding it. It's that he doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I'm not fishing right now. I know you just want me to catch you some food, Hurley. Yeah. I, I no, mean, no. I, yeah, I think it was pretty clear that that's not what Hurley was going for. But yeah. Maybe that's because I can understand what Hurley was saying. <laughs> I wonder what, what, what could have Jin possibly misconstrued that as, Jin, I need you to fish more, so here's two fishing rods. Yeah, fish faster. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that's, that's the only other thing Jin could have. Maybe that's what Jin thought he was saying. And so he was just like, oh, screw that guy. Yeah, fish double the speed? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, next scene. Shannon and Saeed, oh, we, can just we don't like them. Oh yeah, we're skipping right over. Yeah. Just they flirt, just kidding, they plan a date, tie knot, whatever. That's a literally all of it. Yeah, that's. I, I don't really want to say any more than that about it. Yeah, we can talk about it at the end maybe, but okay. I don't really care. Yeah. So now you get to a uh, Mike and Walt, and this they talk a bit here, right? Yeah. Oh, Walt, I think he brings something, some stuff to Mike for mm-hmm. his raft building, and Mike just gets so like. It's one of those things where he he's so you see this sometimes with like this is like a TV or movie cliche where like a parent is so interested in something and it happens in real life too. Mike is so excited for Walt to see New York City because of all the buildings and architecture and he just kind of goes on a rant about this and Walt just really he just Walt does not care. Walt's like yeah, hey, no. eh, whatever. Okay, yeah. So I'm gonna go out and play with Vince now. Okay, <laughs> just yeah. leaves. But it's it, it's sweet. Mike's yeah, just so excited for Walt to see New York City. Yeah. And then Jack comes over. Uh and he's impressed by the raft progress, but I was too. Me honestly. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, I guess when you've got nothing but time, right? Like he just yeah. build the raft and You know, what? when we yeah. talked about how Mike has that construction like he he works in construction and they kinda of just threw it in there haphazardly during Moth, right? He's like, oh, I work in construction, right? We need to move this stuff out of here, these rocks. Yep, it does really pay off, and that's like he's every he does. They do yeah. use it a lot. It's not like a one-time thing. Of I work in construction, these rocks. Yep, I move them. The, the interesting thing is that when he said, "I'm going to build a raft," I was like, "There's no way I'm getting on a raft." But now I'm looking at this thing as it's constructed, and I'm like, "Hmm." That's, <laughs> you didn't have that's, hope in him. I, I, that 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 might work. I might get on that raft. <laughs> I might get on that raft. <laughs> If you were allowed on that raft, because you want to know why? Ooh. Jack lets Mike know. People want to know who's coming on with them. And Mike lets him know. There's only room for four people, but there's only one open spot. Yep. To which Sawyer enters stage left. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it, I'll, I'll finish up the scene by going, you know, Sawyer comes in, bought himself a ticket, Mike needed some sort of part for the boat, and Sawyer, Mug is a bug. You know, he's happy. He's what's a, a saver, not a spender. So, yeah. Good for Sawyer. But it cost him a lot, right? It cost him like a beach house or something. Is that what it was? Yeah, because he, he had to give him some wire thing for the mast. So, yeah. Cost him, cost him the beach house. But Oh, oh that's, oh, his house. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All it right. cost him some sort thought, of building. I thought it cost him on land, like back home. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Yes, it was just the wire. I yeah, <laughs> no. So did not give up that much. 
so I, I've got to bring this up because it's the only time we see Sora in this episode. <laughs> no, we see him a bit later. Oh, you're Who right. Captures Jin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right. But um, but the thing about Sawyer that I, I'm, and I guess to a certain extent, well, I don't feel like Kate is really trying very hard to get off the island at this point. But why is Sawyer trying to get off of the island? Why? Why not? I don't understand why okay. you think he doesn't still want to get off the island. All right. I I think that with Sawyer, it could go either way. Like I think that he killed a man who was not the the intended victim of his wrath. Yeah, not the real and, Sawyer. Right, not the not the the OG Sawyer. Right, mm-hmm. but that to me would indicate maybe he should want he probably wants to stay on the island because he can kind of put that behind him and escape from it. But then I guess the reason he wants to go back is to continue to seek revenge on the original Sawyer. I mean, he can move past it off the island. In fact, fact, I think it would be easier to move past it off the island because you can do other stuff. You got a lot of free time on the island, you know. Contemplate, think about it. Hmm. But you're never going to get caught for that murder on the island. So he's done a lot of illegal stuff, I feel like. Oh, I don't think he cares yeah. about the... Well, yeah. I mean... Any number of things if he goes back. Yeah. Whereas on the island, he's clear of all of it. I don't I don't think he's worried about being arrested. He, he never he never hints at a worry of being arrested or anything. Well, this is, this is what I love about Sawyer. is like, I want to know why he wants to get on that raft. I think he just wants to be free. I think he just... You know. yeah, he's free right now. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I think... Uh, I think he enjoys his lifestyle. Because otherwise, why was he living it? Yeah, I mean, maybe. To a degree. To a degree, like likes it. I think he also feels guilt from it. Feels a lot of things. Yeah. Messed up guy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's just something I think about. And who do you think would make for a good fourth spot on this boat. Well, obviously, the the other person, Mike, Sawyer, and Walt. Yes. I mean, I would would think now that Sun is a possibility, except that they had a falling out here, so... Uh, They may have reconciled by the end, though, right? One could say. So we see the rate that Kate and Jack reconcile, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That they can reconcile. I mean, maybe Rose. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a very pregnant Claire. Maybe, oh well. <laughs> Depending on when they leave. <laughs> oh wow, you think... Okay. I'm shocked she hasn't had the baby yet. Come on. Really? <laughs> I mean, Jack said what? Two weeks at the most, and that was like seven weeks ago. No, no, no. Time moves slowly. <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. You're right. For uh, reference, this episode ends on day thirty-four. Oh. Okay. But. So I don't. I don't. I guess I don't know who a good. Candidate. Not who, like, but just who do you think would be the best? Like, do you think Jack would be going upon there? Saeed? I think that if Kate. Jack and Saeed left, there would be 
people would be very upset. Okay, so do you want to put it needs Lock? To, it needs to be somebody who's not so important to the survival of the people on the island. So it can't be Locke, Jack, Saeed. It can't be... Boone, um, maybe? Could be Boone. Huh. Um, could be Boone. It wouldn't be anybody who comes as, as a pair. Like, Charlie and Claire are out, because I assume that Charlie would want to stay with Claire, and Claire's got the baby. Um, you know, at this point, I suppose Shannon and Saeed are out. Uh, so I guess you know, Saeed I had already eliminated, but Shannon. Uh, so Hurley's an option in there. Oh, Hurley would be an option, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think this raft is ever going anywhere, to be honest with well, you. Well, what makes you think that, Mr. Sal? Okay. doesn't want to go. Well, the... <laughs> this raft in particular will not be going anywhere. Oh, this one, yeah, this <laughs> one's not going anywhere. Because if you want to know why, let's look to the next night. Let's do that. Son and Kate, they're talking in, like, a shelter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate's badgering son of, you know, how long are you going to live this way? Come on, son. Just, you know, leave him. Or I actually don't know what Kate wants her to do, per se. But... She wants her to stand up for herself. Okay, stand up for herself. Okay, there you go. So wants her to do something about it. Stand up for herself. It's how long are you going to let him treat you this way? Okay, there you go. And, yeah. uh, you know, son says, no, no. Well, you know, he wasn't always this way. He used to tell me how beautiful I am. And he was so tender. Mm-hmm. And, and then he was different. And then he was different. What changed him? Okay, asks before they are interrupted by just a mob of people running to something. Yep. Uh, which they very quickly find out from Char- Thank God Charlie's there to say like one of his three lines in this episode. <laughs> of, <laughs> oh, the raft. And they go over and the raft is burning. And while, while they're running to that, we get a very clear shot of Locke looking at the raft clearly. Oh yeah. Right? Okay. I I knew you'd pick up on that one. Well, I sure to point that out. I mean, I and I, I my suspicion was that it was Locke. Who oh, I, I mean, that's that's what I think. So the the first level thinking is, okay, it's Jin. Look, he's got burnt hands, whatever, right? Second level thinking is, it's Locke. I mean, come on. Yep. This guy, right? But then there's a third level thinking where you weren't even at yet. No, I wasn't. But I I was thinking that Locke burnt it because he didn't want to lose two of his four disciples. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, not quite. Uh, so they, they go to the fire. Uh, people are trying to take it out. It's pretty futile. Mike comes. He's obviously pretty pissed. Uh, and wants to know where he is. And he starts, you know, yelling at Sun. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Uh... What I like about Sonia is she pretends to not speak English. She like gives a reply, <laughs> and you know, even Jack's like she, she can't understand you. Yeah, yeah. Which also I want to note: this episode might be one of the least Jack episodes. I have no problem with that. I just want to note that there's like yeah. barely any Jack. Yep. Which, which is fine. I just want that to be noted because. Yep. If you had to pick a staple of most character, you know, most Jack's probably a. In terms so of. Far. Yeah, so far, but anywho, uh, you know he's badgering him, badgering him, and I, you know, it must be Jin. Is what Mike concludes. Uh, Jack tries to go. You know, let's not 
let's not start like this witch hunt or anything, but Sawyer and Charlie. Charlie's now third line of the episode of basically, ah, it's gotta be Jin. Come on. So, and Sawyer's pissed. Sawyer's also pissed because he, yeah, he, he gave up his uh, beach home for this. Yeah. He saved up his money and look what happened to his investment. There you go. Well, unbelievable. Probably not as bad as Miracle right now. Yeah. You know what I was thinking is it I'm not sure how good an idea it is to have Walt on this raft. Having a kid on a raft is definitely not a good idea, but if you're Mike listen, I don't know how confident he is in this construction. And listen, you were impressed by the look of that raft, right? No, that's not what I mean. I mean like with Walt's superpowers, it might be really dangerous. Oh, to I see what you mean. If no he one's... manifests a polar bear on the raft, they're screwed. Yeah. Granted, no, no one really knows of Walt's superpowers on the island. Maybe Locke. I think Locke does. Senses it, but and that's I, think what Michael, it... I think Michael does. I mean, let's think about this because, I mean, Brian told him. So that Brian being. Uh, Walt's stepfather yeah. told him that strange things happen with Walt. Yeah, right? but I think I think on the you know faith versus science side, I think Mike does play pretty high on that science side of things. I don't know. I, I think the polar bear thing probably mm-hmm. uh, has, think... has him thinking. Maybe, but I mean, he still he still wants him on the boat. Regardless, yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I've, I mean, he's building the boat for him. I just yeah. don't think he's thought this all the way through. Also, like, you know, we're talking about whether or not he's a good dad. Yeah, what a great dad! You know, did your dad ever build you a boat from scratch? <laughs> no, nobody did. Nobody mine, yeah. Scratch. Oh, pretty good dad. <laughs> well, let alone started building one from scratch. It burned down, and then he's like, "You know what? I'll build another one." Yep. So, what a dad. Dad dad of the island, if you ask me. He was the dad of the island. So, we see a, after this whole fire fiasco, I, I don't know how Sun slips away, but Sun returns to the caves, and there we find Jin there with burns on his arms. Yeah. You know, he's trying to, like, clean them, and he's like, ooh, oof. And Sun is shocked. And she also jumps to the, conclu- the level one conclusion of Jin. You, you burned the, the boat. Why? Why'd you burn Michael's boat? And the second Jin hears the trigger word Michael, mm. he just storms off. You know, it did give me get me thinking though. Like at this point, it doesn't make a lot of sense for Jin to burn that boat. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it does not make any sense. Like, yeah, he might be mad at Michael, but still, why is he going to burn the boat? He could be rid of Michael if Michael gets on that boat and leaves. Exactly it. Michael's gone, yeah. uh, and then he can get back to his life. Like, it's, it's a win-win if, if Michael builds yeah. that boat. Yeah, it made no sense for him to have burned it, so. Definitely, yeah. Almost, you know, he's just fueled with rage and wants to do that. But that's like, no, that's no forward thinking, is if you just yeah. burn the boat down in rage. Like, touch Michael's boat, burn. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you there. It doesn't make sense to burn the boat down if you're Jin. Mm-hmm. Even if you despise him more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, you get a flashback here. A very, a very funny flashback. Because <laughs> huh? you, 
you think it's going to be like the typical mobster scene. Uh, we have Jin talking to Mr. Pike. Uh, Pike. Pike. Talking to Mr. Pike, uh, son's father. And he's actually been promoted. Mm. He's a special assistant. What a great day. I love a good promotion. We didn't talk about a pay raise, but it's promoted. He's taking all the memos now. Yeah, I, wonderful. And he must deliver a message to the Secretary of Environment. So, great. Mr. Pike, you're a great guy. All he's to tell him is that Mr. Pike is displeased. So, Jin, like a good messenger, gets in his car, drives over to the secretary's house, mm-hmm. knocks on the door, tells him he's with Mr. Pike, the secretary, aware of him, but also very spooked for whatever reason. It's only Jin. He won't hurt you. Uh-huh. Let's Jin in. Uh, we see his daughters watching TV. For some reason... There's a familiar... I don't remember his name. Someone's on the TV. Familiar person. Hmm? I think it might be Hugo. Ah, yeah, it might be Hugo. Something with an H, yeah. Whatever his name is. We'll see him next episode. It's Hurley. (laughs) Just in case people don't know that. Hurley's on the TV. Uh, You can't make out what he's saying because it is, uh, like, translates. A news reporter talking over it, and the subtitles are not in English. So, wonder what's going on there. We will see you next episode. Why is Hurley on TV? Hmm. I'm not telling. Hmm? I'm not telling. Yeah, I'm not telling why. <laughs> you you ain't figuring out for me. Why do you think Hurley's on TV? Do you give your you know you've closed your eyes, you've got the dart in your hand, throw it, maybe you'll get the bullseye. Why is he on TV? Um Oh man. He well, they showed him getting into his car, so it looked like he, they were asking for an interview that he didn't want to give, and so, so he probably, but I don't think he's any kind of celebrity, because somebody on the island would have recognized him. I mean, Grant, only like one, only a lot, no, they knew, they knew Charlie's song, not of Charlie. Well, yeah, but I mean, Charlie was... Like a legitimate celebrity, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just Locke who. Well, maybe it was. Was it just Locke? Locke, Locke's still, I think Locke's the only one that recognized Charlie as the person for his band. Everyone else just knew his one hit wonder or whatever. Okay. Like Kate, Kate knew because yeah, I remember like it was like the first episode where he brings it up like yeah, I, yeah, a band, the band, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe Hurley was. I'm gonna say Hurley was, uh, on. The on one end of a highly publicized lawsuit. Okay, one end of I will leave it there. Yeah. What's that lawsuit? Don't know, but he's some sort of highly publicized lawsuit. Okay. Explaining why he walks in, gets in the car. Yeah. While someone's trying to talk to him on the TV telly. Wonderful. <laughs> back back to it. Uh, the daughter's watching Hurley on TV. And the secretary, you know, begs Jin not to deliver this message in front of his daughter, right? But Jin yeah, doesn't want to listen to the secretary and just tells him, hey, Mr. Pike is displeased. And the secretary is so happy. <laughs> he just gives Jin the puppy. But yeah, obviously, we don't. we understand the secretary is scared that he's going to get beaten. And the, the whole implication is Jin's going to come here and beat this guy as a message for Mr. Pike. But uh, the, 
the the intention was to for him to kill him. I I'm not sure if that's yeah. I'm not sure if the intention to begin with was to kill him and Mr. Pike just escalated it or if he was supposed to kill him to begin with. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but he was supposed to, he was supposed to do something a lot more worse than tell him. Yeah, by the way, yeah, for sure. Because and the reason I don't think it's to kill him, and here's why, Mr. Cell, mm-hmm. is because we see this dog as a puppy, and the next time Jane comes back over to Mr. Pike, the dog has grown up, so it's been a lot more time. And we know Mr. Pike's factory is closed down because of something to do with this environment, you know, mm-hmm. the term environment stuff. And that's probably why he wants to kill him, is because he's closed his factory down. Hmm. That's just what my thought process was. So I don't think in this case he wanted to kill Mr. Pike or explain, Secretary yet. Explain this timeline thing to me with the dog. because so The, the I, dog's I, a puppy here, right? Yeah. <clears throat> we can see it uh, in the next flashback, or whichever flashback it is, after he, um, Jin re-delivers the message to Mr. Pike, right? Mm-hmm. When he returns home, bloodied. You see the dog grown up. Oh, you're right. So it's been at least a few, like a month or two, three. I know dogs grow up pretty quick, so you know, yeah, at but least a few months. Been, it hasn't been a couple of days. It's been yeah, it's been a few months. So I think I think this time jump, and it, we know his factory's been shut down. So he's just so, Mister. Let's see. Um, Mister Pike probably thought either he, you know. Thought Jin like did beat him up but didn't do it or you know something to this degree right like no I don't think he meant for Jin to kill him. Okay, yeah, I could buy that. But I, I, it doesn't matter anyway. I guess that's too much. But yeah, Jin, Jin went over, and uh, the secretary was very pleased with Jin's message <laughs> based yep. on his expectations and gave so, him a puppy. Yeah, it was very demanding to give him the puppy too. Oh, yeah. He was like, you need to take this. Please, please, please take it. I don't know why I've said this before on the podcast, but I know I've said this before to people and probably to you, but I think one of the worst gifts you can give someone, unless you are their parent, right? And we know where you're taking care of it with them, is a pet. Somebody, if somebody gives me an animal, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, right? Why would you give... (laughs) Even if, honestly, like... If somebody gives me a plant, I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but a plant is, you know, a plant is whatever. But an an animal. When I, I used to teach seventh grade science, and I remember one of my students gave me a, a fish, and I was like, what are you doing? Wait, to the seventh grader, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I, I I was like, I don't want the fish. No, no, no. It's for the classroom. We'll take care. We'll help take care of it. Well, they, they killed it. So <laughs> they killed it. They did. They cleaned out its tank with soap and didn't rinse all the soap out. Ah, poor mm-hmm. kids. And they learned a valuable lesson that day, though, at least. Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It was like I don't care about the lesson. No fish, <laughs> no problem. When they gave it to me, I was like, I am not taking care of that. I, I now have I have two stories on this now. Well, one with the, your fish. Yeah. In second grade, we had um a, a pet fish like in in the room. Maybe there were more than one fish, but I just remember there were fish in a tank, and the kid had noticed something in the tank, and there was a baby fish in the tank. It was like, oh. super tiny. Really cool. Only one. Yeah, it was really you know a baby fish. So the next day we came in, and the teacher had separated the baby fish. She like kind of. It wasn't like a really bowl. It was like 
small glass, like, it's a small glass bowl, basically, like a really small one with water in it. And the baby fish was just kind of swimming in it. And she had, a, she explained to us, yeah, so I had to put the fish in there, the baby fish, until it grows up a bit more because the fish might eat it. The other fish might eat it. Which yeah. is a really foreign thought to me as a kid. I'm like, why would a fish eat another fish? It's just a baby. Like, mm-hmm. you know, humans don't eat their babies. So I, I don't, you know, I couldn't make sense of it. Whatever. Right. I left it alone. Um, but then we, we had to go on a break, some extended break. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving, Christmas, spring break, whatever. Had to go on a break. And mm-hmm. people were worried about the fish. But she got these feeder things that'll feed it automatically. Okay. The time we were gone. For the baby fish as well. So, okay. We're good. We leave. We come back after break. And uh, she had to break the news in front of the class that the baby fish was no more. <laughs> oh, my God. Because because the water had evaporated away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember that so well, but I was like, huh. I never thought, like, just never that I imagined the fish to die like that. Just water evaporated away. Oh, oh my God. That's Maybe that I... happened at the, the lake or watering hole in the, in the leftovers. Oh, yeah, miracle. Yeah, probably. Water's all evaporated. Well, it's a real hot day. So hot. Real hot. Yeah, I've had some hot days. And the other, the, the tangent of gift of a pet, my first pet ever, fifth grade. No, I was in fifth grade. Yeah, I was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I got the pet. My, um, my, uh, my dad had a friend who's moving to the area mm-hmm. and his place wasn't ready yet. It was, he had like, like another week or something, right? But mm-hmm. he came a bit early. So he stayed with us for like a week, which is fine. But he had a pet hamster. And I don't really know. I don't know if he planned on giving me this hamster or if it was his pet hamster. But I really liked this pet hamster. Because I never had had a pet growing up. So I would yeah. always like stare at it. Like, oh. So he let me have it. Huh. But in hindsight, like, that's not his call to make, right? Like, you can't yeah. just go, ah, yeah, you can have the hamster. Yeah. But if, I had that if, hamster. If somebody did that to one of my kids i'd be so pissed but but yeah it was my hamster and i had that hamster till he passed away nibbles um, little nibbles little nibbles yeah. anyway yeah so don't don't ever don't ever give a pet as a as a gift unless unless you're unless you're like the in the place of power here right like if you're if you're the parent to your children you can give them a pet yeah. as a gift and that's like, about it even if you're like a grown child like if you're 20 and you live with your parent and you get yeah. a pet as a gift that's still not okay because that's their place right like you can't do that right now it's gotta you've got to be like in the position of power it's like you've got to be your place yep. and you know unless you know they're gonna be okay with it that's a hard call to make though but yeah if, uh, if you know though rule number two in the show hopper's rules of etiquette right <laughs> don't gift a pet rule number one is don't talk about your dreams yeah don't talk about your dreams <laughs> and if, if you want a clarification on that rule like there are certain times you can but if if you don't know them, don't don't try, right? It's not <laughs> worth it, right? Like you're not you're not well equipped enough to then. Exactly. It can't be explained to you. You just know when it's appropriate to talk about your dreams. Yes. So anyway, now that now that we've gone over the terrible thing this secretary's done, maybe that's why Mr. Pike wanted to like send him another message because he gave a puppy as a gift. Who that terrible? <laughs> it's awful. Terrible. He gave it to so. Oh. What if someone didn't want the puppy? Then you just got this puppy on your hands. Yeah. Also, really, that's also, also, the daughter really liked the puppy, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Remind of all me, things in his house. 
like I'm sure there was like some expensive knickknack or something that he could have given him or like unplug the TV and give it to like whatever. But the puppy. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So uh anything else in that flashback? Uh no, I I'm good there. Okay. So uh we're at night here. It's a bit more in the Shannon story. We're gonna quickly cut through it. Saeed goes up to Boone. He basically says, hey, you know, me and Shannon are talking. Don't really care for your, like, consent or your objection. You know, I just want to let you know. Uh, and Boone just gives the site straight. Hey, Shannon likes older men. They can take care of her. You fit the bill. But be weary. When she gets what she needs, she's going to move on. Don't don't take it personally or whatever, side." And there you go. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> this is kind of a jerk thing for Saeed to do, though. It's like it is. Yeah, I. I mean, yeah, dude, I'm not asking for your permission, but I might bone your sister. I know. Why are you like? I don't. I don't know why he's asking for I, I don't. I don't get it. sister. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, like I, just just do what you're gonna do. I I I can understand if he was gonna marry Shannon. Or if he was like, you know, because you, you know, he doesn't want like, but even that, I understand the idea. If you wanted to marry Shannon, fine. You don't want. You just want to. Look, hey, I want to marry your sister or whatever. Fine. But yeah, that's just weird. That's just pretty weird stuff. Yeah. Ugh, yeah I also okay. like don't love that. This is enough. What Boone says is enough to deter Saeed from wanting to do anything with Shannon at this point. Well, listen. So. Yeah, I think back to the first time they saw each or not saw each other this episode. It was Shannon. She's trying to build herself some sort of shelter, and like Said kind of comes and helps her. And we'll see next in the ep- later in the episode. And you're right; it deters him a bit, but it doesn't deter him enough. Like it, it does, you know. It goes well, away pretty quickly. Well, what I mean, he he isn't going to initiate anything anymore, and he cuts it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, she she picks it back up and mm-hmm. and rekindles it, but I mean, he, he cuts it off mm-hmm. because Boone said this, which is like, so what? Like, wh- I guess what I'm thinking is this is this set of circumstances is so different from anything Shannon's ever been in. How how do you know that that's still her modus operandi? You know, it, it's like. I don't think I, I agree think, with you there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, maybe she actually does like Saeed. Like this is this is not Brian in Australia. This is yeah. this. argument goes both ways though, right? But what I I understand it's a seven new circumstances, but Shannon is still Shannon, right? That's true. That's true. That's true. I I see what you're saying though. But I, I can't. I'm surprised that this deters Saeed. <laughs> like, I, I if if I'm if if I'm Saeed and I'm really into Shannon. Then I, I think I'd say to Boone, well, you know, things change. Like, <laughs> I, I want this, she wants it, we're going to try it. <laughs> and you don't want it. <laughs> right. Like, but I not... just came here to talk to you about it. Yeah, th- that's the part I don't get. Right? <laughs> even though There's no point in talking to Boone about this. Even though you had warned me earlier not to, not to do anything with Shannon, I'm just here yeah. to talk to you about it. Yeah. Because that's a normal thing to do. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now. Yeah. Okay. Good. So <laughs> next 
So we're going to get right back to Sanin and, Sanin and Sha Saeed. All we see real quickly is Jin was sleeping in the woods. It's kind of odd, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess because he was angry at Sun for last night, what he said to her, or what she said to him about Michael and the rafting. He was just upset, so he didn't want to sleep with Sun, so he spitefully slept in the woods. Well, I think the other piece of that is I think he doesn't want to be around the others who might mm -hmm. be accusing him of burning the raft. Yeah. So he starts, you know, washing his hands in the river, and just Sawyer so just comes up and roundhouses him oh for messing God. up his raft. Which I think, I don't know why I think it's so funny that so Sawyer roundhouses him. Man. But... It, was a little, it was kind of, but Jin does take a beating, doesn't he? Jeez. Oh, he does. He takes a beating, yeah. So, yeah. so, so he just captures Jin here. And we get a little interjection of a little bit more Saeed Shannon. Uh, Shannon's building the shelter. Saeed, you know... Kind of goes, oh, maybe you should get someone else to help you. You know. Doesn't he say that you don't need anybody else? Or, like, you can build it on your own? Yeah, well, yeah. First he comes and he says, oh, wow, you're very capable of building the shelter on your own. Then he goes, maybe you should find another friend to help you build the shelter. Yeah. I do, he says that <laughs> as well. This is like jerk move number two for Saeed. Like, in this episode, what? So, he, yeah, he cuts it off. Kind of, right? Uh, yeah, but, but like... Jerk move number one is saying anything to Boone in the first place, especially since Boone had no say in the matter. It's not. It's not like yeah, Boone's like, don't, don't, don't do anything with Shannon. And says like, okay, so here I'm just letting you know here I'm doing stuff with Shannon. <laughs> I know. Listen, I'm not looking for anything okay or anything. Just wanted to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> just wanted to make sure it was on your radar. And now, like Boone gets inside his head, and now. He just goes and ends things with Shannon and really, like, kind of a jerk way, too. Yeah, he doesn't say, like, hey, he didn't, like, share any of his grievances. He just kind of goes, yeah, you're building that shelter. Mm, no. I mean, <laughs> I, I can imagine Shannon thinking, what is he even talking about? Build yeah. this on my own. Like, I didn't even ask him for help. <laughs> but Shannon uh, brings up, you know, you talked to Boone, didn't you? And storms off. Yeah. So. To which we find Locke gutting a rat. Randall oh, Locke. <laughs> and, and Shannon is a bit grossed out, but wants to know where Boone is. Yep. You know, tells Locke to send a message to Boone, blah, blah, blah. Leave Saeed out of it. Talk straight to my face. Mm -hmm. Locke says some, I, he says some funny stuff. <laughs> yep. uh, I forgot what he said, but... Uh, Whatever he said ends with everyone gets a new life on this island. Maybe yeah. it's time to start yours. Yeah, well, he brings up, you know, do you really like Saeed? You know, if you like Saeed, why are you fighting with Boone? Yeah. You know, you're giving him what you want, your attention. Yes. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, Locke goes, yeah, it's with the good old fashioned tabula rasa. Yeah. Okay. Time to start your own time on the island. Which for some reason never gets old to me. Like, it'd be, I mean, I, I'm not sick of this yet. Like, he's, no, he's, I got sick of the next episode because you're yeah. gonna hate the Hurley episode. Okay. You don't hate it already. You're gonna hate it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is the other thing that <laughs> that I I get this episode gets demerits for is no mention of Ethan and the others and no hat. What? 
there, there is mention of the others in this episode. All right. No progress in the story of Ethan and the others. Oh, okay. and no well, in the story of the Hatch. I will tell you. Both put both on the back burner. Unbelievable. You know, you know, there's that monster in the back burner. There's like the you know, you got, you got like who knocked out Saeed on the back burner. Still, I hope. Hopefully, he didn't let that flame die out. You know, let that. That's yeah, on the back burner. About that one. While you're at it, hopefully you got room on the back burner because you should be placing these two more items in the back burner. <laughs> okay. the back burner's getting pretty. Set it, set it, to, set it to low. It's okay. He's not sprinting well enough. He can set it a little higher so like you know it's a bit more heat to go around. But don't, don't, don't put it too high because it'll burn. Trust me, it will burn if you put the heat too high. Set, set your excitement to low. Oh my god! Right, we don't have a whole lot of time left in the season. Oh, well, like I said, set it to low. <laughs> wow <laughs> you, know, you, you know the Buddhist way right Mr. Sal right like if you, uh, it depends on what you're talking about based on my understanding of you know if, if you want to achieve true happiness you have to kind of get rid of your want by wanting things that, that introduces things that can make you unhappy right if you just read and basically if you don't want anything you're not really as unhappy so if you follow that Buddhist like ethos, hopefully you feel better. Okay. There you go. That's how you can feel better about lust. Adopt the Buddhist. It's not that hard. By the way, this the Hurley episode that's coming up next. Mm-hmm. Average IMDb user rating nine point one. Mm-hmm. It's Ooh. a bad one. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Stop <laughs> looking at the ratings. What do you What do you do that for? It's also named Numbers. Numbers. Huh. Wonder what that's to do with Hurley and numbers. Huh. Well, we know that he was uh, number seventeen in the backgammon tournament. He also owes Walt eighty-three thousand dollars. Thirty-four. We'll find that out later in the episode. Huh? Angley's on TV. What hmm. did you say about? Huh? Say that number again. Eighty-four thousand, or is it eighty-three thousand? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Also, I don't know numbers of the next episode, but the episode after that, lock episode. I'm very excited. For both of the next two episodes. Uh-huh. And then that, the one after that's a Jack one, so even better. Not quite as excited about that it's one. It's like, pretty good, better, the best. Uh, it's the ideal it. trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what's it? Oh, yeah. We have Sawyer taking Jin through the jungle. That's a good I think, but, so we got, like, super, like, I don't know, naturalistic, uh, primal, there you go, he got real primal in the jungle with Jin, I felt like, oh, nah, I've got you, <laughs> they, they used to be doctors and accountants, but now it's, did he say Lord of the Flies, is that what he said? Um, did he? Did he mention Lord, I, I know that's yes, like a book or something, Lord of the Flies, yes, I don't know what it's about, okay, can you explain to me what Lord of the Flies is, that like Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Flies. budget? You don't I know, know it's a book. I know it's a book. That's all yeah, I know. A book, a book about a bunch of kids who get stranded on an island. Oh, okay. That's very kids. that's very applicable here. Okay. Yeah, but, but they're kids though, and they end up killing one of them. Uh, mm. one of them. For cannibal. Uh, I don't think they eat him. I think they like post his head on a spike, and they. <laughs> like, the Lord of the Flies is a pig head. Okay, that they like they kill the pig. 
and they put it on a on a spike and like the flies swarm on it right so that's it's the lord of the flies and becomes like this idol but one of the kids they nicknamed piggy or something i, I think and I, I mean, I read this book 30 years ago. So I, this is a real dark book. Wow. It is a very dark book, but, um, but it's referenced constantly. But did you know that this, this almost this exact scenario did actually happen where a bunch of kids were stranded on an island together? And no, what do you mean? Exactly that. Like a bunch oh, of okay. kids stranded on an island together, but it was much more recently than, than Lord of the Flies. Um, and it's, it's kind of, been studied and researched and talked about and written about quite a bit because it was almost the exact opposite of lord of the flies they, they actually became incredibly close to the point where they're, they're still close friends they they were rescued so i guess that doesn't sound like that's what happened in lord of the flies it's a what uh <laughs> that what happened in lord of the flies did they get rescued at the end the spoiler i don't probably the spoiler I, I don't remember <laughs> Like the big spoiler that I already gave you was the they kill Piggy. So <laughs> that's oh, okay. the big spoiler. I should have said spoilers first. Yeah, Piggy. Oh, anyway, but yeah, but but Lord of the Flies is is a reference to you know th- these are civilized people and and now they're you know what's the word you always use primal not primal savages savages yeah 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 savages. <laughs> why do you ask the word I always use you use it all the time <laughs> do you, I. You used I guess it, I guess a lot in Confidence Man. When... Oh, I did. Yeah, well, well that's because Said was a savage. It, well, that's the word he said. He said, I'm a savage. He said that? Maybe not. I'm, I'm just saying he said that. Yeah, you said it quite a bit. So. I did. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of books we recommend, you recommend Lord of the Flies. I, I mean, I don't know that I that's said That's a recommendation. I recommend... If you ever want, like, it's like, I think it's a pretty good coffee table book. Some 40 Tales from the Afterlife. Oh. It's like, a, it's really short. It's like, it's not, it's a small book. It's got 40 chapters. Each one's like, oh, it's a really cool theory on what the afterlife could be. They're each like a page or two long. So it's literally like two minutes to read it. They're cool. I just read it every once in a while for like, oh, what's a, what's a cool idea? That's cool. I like that. Would recommend. Would recommend. Okay. Anyway, back back to <laughs> that's just a tangent. I just I just look at it every once in a while, especially during the podcast. I read that a lot. So. Oh, sometimes during. The <laughs> so, <laughs> so you get a flashback, uh, another Jin flashback, and it's Sun surprising Jin with a feast. You know what? How nice. Uh, yeah. and I think we we see this in Sun's flashback, right? Or no? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember seeing this. Then we did not. I, I don't really remember. I know we see, like, the next time we see Sun. That was certainly yeah. in her flashback. For but sure. Here, you know, Sun's excited. Emil. Jin's phone rings. But you know what? No work tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, no work tonight. How how nice of him. Sun is happy. But then the house phone rings. And this is why we don't have house phones anymore. Exactly. Because now there's another way they can contact you. No, no, no. Yeah. So, Jin Caves. Uh, then we see him in Mr. Pike's factory. Or, in front of Mr. Pike. His factory's closed. Jin cannot send a message. So, instead, Jin's got to drive an associate down to the secretary's office. And he will show him how to send a message. 
Mm. Well, as Jin drives this associate down, he's just putting on gloves, a silencer, telling Jin exactly how to be the getaway driver. Okay, I'm going to drive. Don't, I'm going to come back in. Don't drive over the speed limit. Can you go here? Do you understand? And Jin never replies to this man. Instead, he parks outside of the secretary's house and just gets out of the car and storms in, kicks the door in, and just beats the secretary in front of his family. Yeah. So, a pretty savage beating, too. Like, puts him in, like, this fountain or whatever and beats him. And then, you know, demands the factory opens tomorrow <laughs> just to make sure, just to make sure you... You know, he gets the credit for this. He, he like, kind of whispers to the guy, I just saved your life. <laughs> As well. Yeah, well, but it's also a callback to what Sun said to Mike when she hit him. Mm-hmm. She that hit him true. to protect him, and here is Jin hitting this guy to protect him. In a much more direct way, yeah. It certainly is protecting him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Jin then leaves. You know, I, I think he got the message. They're good to go. And... Jin comes home, he's bloodied, and it's the same stuff we saw from Sun scene where the dog is grown, by the way. I like that still. Oh, yeah. Great way to show time. Uh, Sun's wondering whose blood it is. Jin talks about it, I'll do anything for your father. Uh, Jin gets slapped as well. Yep. And I still wonder why Jin doesn't tell Sun the entire truth. You know, why, uh, why keep up this image of her father? Because it doesn't seem like Sun... Likes her father. Like, it seems like Sun knows her father's in CD stuff. But he he does address this later with his father. Okay, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's in a good world. Yeah, you're right. But, so and we do see Jin cry, which we didn't. That's see. what I was say. Yeah, he looks in the mirror and it kind of has like a crisis or something's eating away at Jin, and he cries in the mirror. Yeah. Um, poor Jin. Ah. Gotta gotta feel bad for Jin. Good guy, yeah. Jin. <laughs> just trying to help out son <laughs> I now I'm sad now after this episode because now when I do that you agree with me <laughs> like before no I mean I don't, I don't feel bad for him though because there's still he still has a lot of agency that he's not utilizing here like he, he could easily like they're agency. married now they could easily just leave and the, and he could or he could easily just tell son I mean, th- there's a lot that he could do to make his circumstances not so miserable, and he's just not doing it. Well, you know what? Um, it's easy to look from the outside in, right? Yeah. And I was, you know, easy to look from the outside in. That's all, though, actually. <laughs> it's just easy to look from the outside in. Okay. But it might really be that easy for him. It would be cool if we just spent a whole podcast speaking in only cliches. I don't know if you can do that. I, <laughs> that's unsustainable. That's a thinking man's game. <laughs> I don't know. I I can I can't think of anything in cliches. I know. Let's let the show go on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't do that. Sawyer, you know, brings back his prisoner to the beach to be put on trial. Kind of this witch hunt. Uh. You know, I think he yeah he cuts Jin loose. Mike's trying to rush down Jin, but you know Jack's holding him back. They're kind of yelling at each other. 
and we, we, we briefly get Jin's perspective here because their yelling kind of turns into nonsense. Oh, yeah, I really like this. Yeah, me too, because that's how Jin sees everything, just people yelling. He's just, huh, what, yep. what's going on? He knows he's done something, you know, they're not happy with him, but why are they yelling exactly? What, what exactly are they saying? He doesn't know. But eventually, Mike gets passed, gives Jin a good sucker, good knuckle sandwich. Ooh, a knuckle and, sandwich. Knuckle sandwich there is a cliche. Uh, the others, not, not the others, as in, you know, the other survivors convince Jack to, like, let Mike and Jin fight it out. This is their, you know, this is their yeah. thing. Sawyer and Saeed decide they're going to be uh, judge, jury, and executioner here. <laughs> the punishment? Dueling. Yeah. So, Jin starts, Jin gets up and starts yelling something. Yes. But we don't know what he's yelling. I know, and Sun doesn't help us. Yeah, and Mike, Mike is just, Mike just very, uh, you know, displeased by it. He must be saying something bad about him, right? And so he just punches him again. Then you know, Jin gets up, I think, a third time. And before Mike punches him again, Sun yells for Mike to leave Jin alone. And then you know, you see everyone looking at her like, huh? As if they didn't already know. We've known for what, like over ten episodes that Sunken speak English? Oh, Where have these guys yeah. been? Seriously. They not watch Lost, so <laughs> no, she says, Hey, you know, he didn't burn down your raft. And we don't know who you know, not him. Jin looks pretty betrayed. We get like people like amazed, like Jack's like, What? You can speak yeah. English? Hurley was not expecting this. Yeah. Uh, I like how Sawyer Sawyer's always like if anyone's here, if anyone on the show gives the most exposition, it's Sawyer, as we've said before. Because he does it again here. He's like, huh. And judging by the look on his face, he didn't know that you spoke <laughs> English, right? It was just like, totally yeah. unneeded. Completely unneeded. Oh, but yeah. I still love it. You can have Sawyer exposition all you want. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It just he, They always have Sawyer exposition stuff. Yep. Yeah, no, so so because he's he's the best. He's just great at it. So, but this, she does yell here. He didn't burn your raft; it was already on fire, right? Yeah, yeah. This right. says it. Yeah, right. The very it, next thing. So I guess that's probably what he was saying. Yeah, I didn't do it. I was, all it was already on fire. He's probably saying something to that effect. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, yeah, son and him didn't get to speak past that cave night so yeah that that you're right that's had something what he had been saying and you know mike's like i he's lying he's got to be lying and son this is where son says son says jen is anything but a liar well my husband is many things but he's anything but a liar mm-hmm. but he lies about his dad yeah <laughs> that is the big asterisk i put by that right and then here's where we get that mention of the others because lock this is big awesome daddy lock comes in to this, he comes in right there's this angry mob they had their pitchforks they're pointing them at Jin but now they're confused they're gonna start pointing them at each other soon Locke comes in to not only defend Jin but to kind of defend everyone here and he gives some reason here of you know why did he burn down the raft he would want to leave the island too you know why why would any of us burn down the raft we all want to leave the island now yeah. let's think about it there are the others you know they've hurt us they've killed us they've kidnapped us they've done everything right mm-hmm. we all know we're not alone on this island come on right stop finding each other let's fight them and then he walks away after his tirade he said his piece 
Then he left. And, you know, I love this so much because this is the most emotional we've seen Locke in the whole season. Mm-hmm. And we know it's all BS. It is, yeah, because, like, because we, we, all, know- we all want to get off the island. And yeah. it, it's no one here. We all know it's no one here. Well, that's all a lie, yeah, because we, we later learn. First of all, Locke is happy being on the island. And number two, he knows it was not the others that burned that down. Right. So he knows who did it. And he knows that he doesn't want to get off the island. And he gives this giant lecture anyway. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. It is beautiful. It. Beautiful Locke. Uh, so this the mob kind of disperses. They start walking off. And Sun tries to approach Jin, but he just walks away from her. Eh, more like limps away, but yeah, he, he like walks away, limps away from her. Uh, do you think that's an appropriate response by Jin? Like your your uh, wife? I would, I would want English. to confront her about it. Okay. But do you think that's a unnatural thing to like want to walk away? Huh. He feels betrayed. No, I, 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 I'm very opposed to walking away from a fight. Oh, okay. Uh, if you don't I, want to be a loser, okay. I no, no, that. no, I, I phrased that wrong. <laughs> I immediately jumped on the worst interpretation of it. Okay, so you don't I'm want to lose. I'm very opposed to walking away from an argument with someone I care about. Like, okay. I, I don't, uh, because it's so final. It's so, I don't, I care about you, but I don't care enough to finish this and resolve it and get some peace between us. Like, I, I, and it, sometimes it drives people crazy because I won't let I won't let it breathe. I won't let it go until we, you know, talk it out. Um, I, there are other people who, if I'm arguing with them, will walk away, and it drives me absolutely crazy. I remember this. Because, okay. Yeah, well, I, don't walk away from me if we're arguing. Kurt. Like we need to, we need to settle it. But but to me, if if you're arguing with someone and they get legitimately mad, here's okay, I'll. Pro life tip, people listening to the podcast. I think if you, you want if pro tip, life pro tip. Yeah, pro okay. life tip. I like that too. Which, which everyone, yes, it is life pro tip. If you're in an argument with someone, if you want to know that the way you know you've won an argument, at least in my eyes, right? Like you've you've defeated them. They're they are angry, or you you know you've won the argument is when they start imitating your voice. That's when you know you've won the argument. In my eyes. If you if you imitate someone's voice in an argument, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Like, serious imitation? When you're mad? You've lost the argument. I, I don't remember the last time I was in an argument with another adult and they started imitating my voice. <laughs> <laughs> I get people that imitate my voice. <laughs> oh, boy. But, but my, my point is that if you care about someone, you shouldn't walk away from an argument you, you like i always just subscribe to the idea you don't go to bed angry like you, mm. you need to you need to get some resolution and some peace before you can move on to the next thing what if, what if though it's a fundamental disagreement do you think you can end an argument with like let's just agree to disagree okay Is that well, a valid way to end an argument? not a serious enough subject okay to to go to bed angry like that's that's a debate that's not an argument i see yeah that's true that's very valid yeah yeah that's true if it's not serious enough that you don't need to come to an end resolution then yeah 
<laughs> like I'm, I'm talking about, you know, we care about each other. We need to figure out how to be okay with each other after having this argument. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to figure out how to make this okay for both of us. I think I think the best trick is just don't get in arguments. Then though, I mean, that, if you hey, if you can do that, good for you. I just don't just don't get in arguments. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Stage advice, Kurt. No problem. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So next next scene here, yeah, Vince, the great dog. <laughs> I always put Vince in as like yeah, just a no doubt. Called, never been called Vince once on the show. It's always Vincent. Oh yeah, I always put in whenever I put in my notes, I put Vince. <laughs> oh, Vincent anyway though. Vincent, yeah, Mike, Walt. Two letters. And. Listen, you got to save here and there. That's like saying you don't want to say, I bet you don't return your five cents. Bottle debit. Interesting you should mention that. Because you know that I don't. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I would make good money betting that. <laughs> I just did two weeks ago, though. Why? Why did you start now? If there's because any time started, not to. I started drinking copious quantities of canned seltzer. And I was like, I can't justify not returning these at this point. Just... Well, listen, if you're drinking so much seltzer, can't you buy like a machine that uh, seltzers your water for you, carbonator thing? But it's flavored seltzer water. I think you can get things that water though. There, there are people that have addictions to seltzer water. You're not alone. Oh, you should find this out how they keep cost effective with their addiction. Interesting. I mean, seltzer is dirt cheap. It, it is. Cheap. It is dirt cheap. That is true. Like, it's not, you're not gonna go broke. No. To be addicted to that, but you know, it's an option. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm I'm shocked that you returned your five cents. I would have lost a lot of money if I bet that. I would have. I I couldn't believe I was doing it myself. <laughs> Dumbfound. I can't believe they've got me. They, yes. How much money? Played, how much money you made? Five. Mm, no, wait. Let me think here. Something. I'm going to say you're so addicted, you returned 200 cans. So $10? Yeah. Very close. $9. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's, that's enough off. Yeah. Did you feel like it was worth your time in the drive? How how long did it take you to do that? Oh, not long at all. Because I took them to a redemption center as opposed to, like, the machines and a grocery store. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's where you're supposed to I don't know who who goes to the the place in like the grocery store with like two hundred bottles. Oh man, I I've I've done it and it is miserable. What? So that's, that's yeah. So I went to the redemption center and it turned out I also needed a, a propane tank refill. Oh wow, look at that! Yeah, two and so one. It was perfect. They they gave me nine dollars and I think the propane tank refill was thirteen dollars. So they gave me nine. I gave it back to them plus another four and I got my propane tank. So four dollar propane. <laughs> Gave them a bunch of cans. They gave me a full tank of propane. It cost me four dollars. Yeah, you're like, here's these cans and four dollars propane, please. Yeah. <sighs> good for you. But anyway, uh, I forgot. I forgot. Why, why did we do that? Something with <laughs> Vince. Oh yeah, the three the three characters. You know what? Those three characters. My my arthritis in my fingers has been fought back by that. It's so. it's only two characters. Vincent. I I don't do the N. There an N. N in Vincent. Oh, it's yeah. N T. You're right. Yeah, it's just N T. Yeah. Those two characters save me. Yeah. My, my... 
to- I totally I totally understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And if Vincent, if this were a Vincent episode, I would abbreviate Vincent as well. Mm-hmm. But this is the only time that you wrote the name Vincent and you abbreviated it. No, no, I write it all the time. I write Vince whenever I see the dog. And but this is the only time in this episode that we that that you wrote it. I assume. No, I wrote it before when you see him before. He's in there earlier. Oh, you're right. He was. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I stand corrected. You saved four characters. Good for you. Thank you. Same why I write Mike instead of Michael. I'm trying to think what's the what's like the most inefficient save. What's that? There's a unit that people use in physics that I forgot. That or was it chemistry? Moles. Oh yeah. <laughs> moles. Moles is the one I'm thinking of. That people write M O L. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's two letters as well. Yes. So. Right. Anyway. I, well, I mean, it could be you're talking about one mole. You're right. Yeah, I remember saying one mole. M O L. Aha! I've say I've showed them. <laughs> Wastes my time. Think not. Hi, <laughs> my good sir. I I have wondered before. What's the most efficient name? Like. If you, if you name your kid something long, right? Yeah. You have to write out that whole name. Like you go by Sam, I go by Kurt. We have full names that are longer than that. Yeah. But we write usually, you know, I'll write down Kurt normally. I'm sure you write down Sam a lot more than you write. Yep. You know, write the whole thing. So, really, just a waste of our times. If you're Matt with two T's, why not just go down to one T in your nickname? Because, because you're that, you're wasting time then. Then you're a doormat. Oh, wait, what? It's, what kind of... spell like a floor mat. M-A-T. <laughs> what? The spelling for, for mat that you would put on a floor is... Why do you know that? Because they know how to spell. <laughs> what do you know how to spell? That's such a... When did you have to spell doormat versus floor mat? Well, doormat and floor mat is the same thing. It's They're both M-A-T. Yeah. If, if it's a person named Matt, it's usually... Oh. M-A-T-T, although I have known people who have been M-A-T. Yeah, I know some single T-Mats. But, you know, I'll, take that, I'll take that hit if I'm a Matt. Also, Matt is usually short for Matthew. Exactly, yeah, but I'd take that hit. Just just to save time. But anyway, okay. if you guys have kids out there, maybe think about giving them a nice short name so they can save time in their lives. Imagine how long we've wasted Mr. Sal writing out our full names on, like, paperwork and stuff. What's a two-letter <laughs> name? Ty. Perfect. There you go. But the Y Y can take a while, and capital T is not that fast. I've thought of Leo as a really good one, especially in cursive as well. Mm. It kind of just flows really quickly. Or Lee. Hmm. Those 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 might be the best. Because Ty, because capital T can take some time. One. Lowercase Y. Have you ever heard the name Vi? V I. <laughs> that that's a, that's an actual um. I mean, it's that's usually like, short for Violet, but... That, that, that's also like a computer... Uh, I don't want to say programming. I mean, programmers use it a lot, but it's like a Linux application thing you can open something in. It's called Vi. Okay. So what if they got bullied for that? Hmm. People, people that use Vi are very smug because it's superior to everything else, apparently. Rightfully so, I guess, actually, because it actually is superior to everything. I'm just too lazy to learn it. Anyway, <laughs> back, back, back to it. 
uh, Vincent, not Vince, Mike and Walt, uh, they go to the the burnt raft, and, you know, Mike, you know, he's sad, he can't salvage anything, this sucks, he, he gets pretty angry, and he's like, ah, dang it, er, and, you know, Walt kind of recoils from this, oh, whoa, my dad is raging, yeah, and, you know, Mike kind of realizes, oh, wait, isn't good to do this in front of my kid. He apologizes. You know, we all get setbacks in life, Walt. It's just life. We can, we'll just start over. We'll make a better one. And Walt even offers to help him. What a sweet kid. I mean, he only wants yeah. what's best for Mike. So. Well, I th- yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think that he enjoys the bonding experience with, with his father, mm-hmm. but he ultimately doesn't want. I mean, he doesn't want to leave the island. Is he going to burn down this raft too? I don't know. I guess I do know, but you were right when you said that this raft is never leaving the island. Yes, I, I did. It, was, uh, it did burn. Oh, how do you feel about the, uh, Theseus's ship? I know this doesn't really apply here because they just replaced a whole boat in one. You know that? The ship of Theseus? Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. I, I guess I did at one point know it, but I don't remember. Do you want me to re explain it to you? Uh, if you want. I mean, All I. Right. Not really applicable here. Eh, it's interesting. I'll, I'll explain in case people want to hear it. Ship of Theseus goes, let's say you have a ship. Oh, like an old-timey ship. Like, you know, made of wood. Like a pirate ship kind of thing, right? Okay. You're going around. Got it. And every year you replace, like, five boards. Not mm-hmm. every month you replace five boards on your ship. After 20 years. Yeah. But every time you replace a board on your ship, you put it to the side. After 20 years, mm-hmm. you've replaced every board on your ship. So you take, yeah. but you you kept all your old boards. So you take those and you make a, another ship. Okay. Which which one's the ship of Theseus? <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there you go. open. Not really applicable here because you just burn down the whole raft. <laughs> but I don't know why it, it was a boat and it was being replaced. Made me think of ship of Theseus. <laughs> think about that one at home if you didn't know about that one, people. So we're at the cave. It's Jin and Sun. It's like their big um, their big climax. You know, everything everything's come down to this, right? Yep. They're they're here at the cave, and Sun he asks Jin, you know, what what are you doing? And it looks like he's moving out. He's moving back to the beach, and uh, he's just ignoring Sun. And Sun starts pleading with him, you know, why didn't you just tell me sooner that you didn't burn it down? You know, just talk to me. And then she tirades to him, in English. So Jin can't really oh, understand God, her, yeah. but she she goes some deep stuff here of how you know I was going to leave you, but you tricked me into thinking you still loved me, right? Oof, that's some deep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. and then she does go back to their native language and you know asks, "Hey, can we just start over?" And here's where we get the final flashback. And, this you know, good stuff. It's good. It's good flashback. You know, Jin, he's dressed to the nines. He comes. He he walks on this dock, and he finds his older fisherman at his boat. And you know, he shares a moment with this man, and he apologizes to him, aka his father. Jin's father is not dead. Oh my God! What a shocker. I mean, not really. Especially you've been listening to the podcast, but oh wow. His father's alive and he apologizes for being ashamed of him yeah and he, he catches up 
on life with his father. He talks about how he has a wife and he loves her, but he cannot tell her about her father. To the point where he says, we don't talk anymore because I can't tell her about her father. Yeah, we don't don't talk anymore. Can't talk to her about her father. And uh, Jin's father brings up the same argument, you know, hey, well, why, why don't you? Let her know, hey, what's going on? And Jin, Jin can't bring himself to do that. I'm trying to think of the exact... What's the exact reason of why he can't bring himself to do that? I, th- I think that he doesn't want to... Get between. her image of her father. Yeah, okay, yeah. So in a good world, he would uh, hate her father more than me, I think is what he says. But... Yes, right. In a good world. Which I mean, this is tragic. That that that's a tragedy. That he, she should hate her father more than she hates Jin, but she doesn't because Jin is protecting her from her father. Mm-hmm. And that's that's I mean that's that's tragic. And, and that's one of the things that I love about this scene. Yeah. The, one of the other things that I love about this scene is uh, this. I remember uh, reading and studying Great Expectations in high school. Did you ever read Great Expectations? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, it's it's a Charles Dickens book. It's one of my favorite books. It, it is, I mean, that's a book recommendation from me. Great expectations. Okay, okay. Lord of the Flies, crappy book. Throw no, it into the waste <laughs> bin. I, I mean, I was twelve when I read Lord of the Flies. I don't remember much about it. But wait, great, okay, never mind. Great expectations. Toss that in the bin. Pick back up Lord of the Flies. Michelle, you can only have one. You can't. You can't have two. You don't well, everyone's money and time. Is the, is the pick. Okay, pick that back out of the waste bin. Rethrow away Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Great expectations. Yeah, great expectations got some coffee grounds on it when it was in the waste. Bin. Like, it know, smells a little nice. Yeah, coffee grounds smell good. that off a little bit, but anyway, yeah. um, great ex- in great expectations. Basically, uh, this kid is uh, his parents are are dead. His name's Pip. All right, and his parents are dead, and he's been raised by his sister. And his sister has a husband named Joe, and his sister is awful, and she's she's the worst. Um, but Joe is wonderful and, and ends up being kind of more, mostly uh, a father figure to him. Um, and eventually the, the sister's kind of out of the picture anyway. And Joe is his father, really, in all, for all practical purposes, his father. Um, and later on in the story, he doesn't include Joe in some like, big important thing in his life because he's ashamed of Joe because they they came from nothing he he had no money he's very poor uh and i remember my, my i remember my teacher saying at that point you know in this case you know pip is ashamed of joe and he said that is a terrible thing to be ashamed of your family and and i i could hear him saying that as i watched this scene like it's a terrible thing to be ashamed of your father in this case and 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 for what just because he's a poor fisherman it's not he, he's not a horrible person he's not like someone who's going to come in and and you know smash the place up or anything like that he's he's just he is who he is and and that should be okay he's, this is obviously someone that you care about so i i, I love seeing jin's admission that he was ashamed of his father and his apology specifically for that to his father but we have to remember, yep. he only apologizes to his father, and as far as we know, still has not told son about him. Now, maybe he planned to, but 
now. No, you're you're right. So, I mean, is he is he still ashamed of his father? I, I would argue that he didn't really have much of an opportunity to like um, include him in their life from this point forward because he was on their way. He was on the way to Sydney or Sydney, then to New York, yeah. Well, right. Or LA, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. So, you know, it's possible that he told son about his father at some point. I don't know. But son does say that he doesn't lie, so probably not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we definitely know he hasn't because otherwise. Yeah. But I, I just love the idea that he admits that he's ashamed of his father and he admits it to his father and apologizes for it. That's 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 beautiful. So. Yeah. Oh. It is. I mean, it, it is. It, 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 yeah, it's a really, it's a bit of a tearjerker. Yeah. Um, Jin Jin goes on about the struggles right on his life. Mm-hmm. He's ashamed of what he's done for her father, and mm-hmm. uh, he wishes he could start over. You know, all this work, all these duties, the responsibilities. So much, father. So much. Yep. Like, for example, I've got to go to Sydney in L.A. to deliver these watches for Mister um, Pike's people. <laughs> and this is where his dad gives him like the genius idea of like, hey, save your marriage, son. You know, live, stay in America, and save your marriage. Yep. And that that's obviously the the cue of okay. So here's how they end up in the Sydney to LA. Like, I know you asked like, how? What are they doing? Yes. In Sydney. Yeah. They're going to LA. And but then at the same time, like, <laughs> it. <laughs> why is Mister Pike sending Jin to these two English speaking countries when he doesn't speak any English? <laughs> I know. Anybody else who can speak English and go to these countries? But whatever. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to get too hung up on that. But I did find it really interesting that when they were in that airport, they were both planning on running away and mm-hmm. both telling the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both were running away to different places. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were both planning. Yeah. To, well, Sun would have kind of backstabbed Jin. Jin was kind of. Yeah, we're backstabbing your father, yeah. kind of. <laughs> so, yeah. So now we exit that flashback. Good flashback. See, this this is where it, it definitely, um, I'll say it again, subverts expectations here. Because we yeah. just saw back, before we get in that flashback, Sun talks about how, hey, could we could we start things over? That you know, And that's a tabula rasa way. That's, yeah. you know. And we see in this flashback, he just wishes he could... Jin says to his father, he wishes he could start things over. So, Jin has also had this wish. But Jin finally gives Sun an answer, and the answer is just, it's too late. (laughs) Oh. That hurts. What salt on the wound. And he's just, he's like, it's too late. It's too late for us to start over. And just walks away. And Sun just weeps, like, Oh, ice cold, my man. Ice cold. Yeah, it, oh. he is, and, and this is. I like to think. I, I sorry, I'm, I'm just saying this right here. So we we have wondered, you know, do they think about flashbacks in the moment? Maybe not. Maybe they do. Whatever. I like to think he did, and he sat there, thought about this, and still went, nah, too late. <laughs> in the moment, would have done it. Now though, uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's sad to me because. Sun has been his driving force for every decision that he's made that we know of, mm-hmm. and he's but he, he's willing to give it up this easily. I would say this easily. Oh, I, I, think... I, I I would say this is this is like he th- there, there's 
every opportunity here to start over again. She wants to start over again. So she learned English. Okay. He does. He has no idea why. He doesn't even want to find out why. Like the, it's the fact that she learned English is enough for him to completely forsake her. Mm-hmm. So how much did he ever really love her? Is been a good guy. No, I don't <laughs> think that he is. I mean, I I think that he he gets some redemption through his father in this in this flashback. But he's done nothing to regain son's trust or affection. He's done nothing. <laughs> That's the yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's like here she is saying, can we start again? Which is what he like all he all he wants is to be with her and to be but with man, come on, you gotta respect that though, right? What? You gotta you gotta respect that a little bit. Just It's too late. He's not, he's, not, he's not about that sunk cost fallacy. He knows that this relationship's over. He's not going to, you know, he'll just but let it drown. It, he's like, nah, it's over. Nah, so nah, it's, it's, it's over. over from his perspective because Sun clearly doesn't want it well, to be. Well, that's what it, ta- that's what it takes in a relationship, though, isn't it? Like, it, it takes two, right? If one person's done, I it should be over. I still. I, 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 me. You're right. You're, you're right about that. But. Why? Why does he want it to be over? It's all he's ever like. He, everything he's done has been for this. Yeah, well. But all it took was that. That's that's the straw that broke the camel's back for Jin. First, you try swimming in a bikini, then oh, you God. do whatever. You then you say Michael's name, and now now you're speaking English. No, that's it. <laughs> there you go. Oh boy. <laughs> that's. There, there's Jin's uh, thought process. Yeah. Well, I don't like it. That, yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I, I, but I guess the audience expectation is, well, now after that flashback, right? They're gonna make up, right? Oh, okay, fine. But no, I, I there's something about it that I respect so much about them just going, nah, <laughs> too late. <laughs> like that's all he says. It's too late. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I something doesn't sit right with me about that, but I can I understand what you mean though. That he's tried this hard, and this is what finally now he's he gives up right when he's by the finish line. It seems like you know he's right there. Yeah, I mean th- this could be something they could use to make them closer than ever, and he decides that it's not worth it. Yeah, maybe Jin thinks it's the start of the end. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But what we do know. Is we have Saeed looking into a fire, and <laughs> and comes they kiss, and everyone gets a new life on the island. Shannon likes to say, and she wants to start now. There you go. <laughs> so hope you ship it, Mister Sale. I don't, I don't care. Diannan, Shaid, which one do you prefer? Shaid. Shaid's here to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. And we still have another Saeed Battle episode in this season, by the way. Oh, okay. So, look out for that one. Uh, we see Walt here. This is awesome. Ready? Uh, yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I knew you'd like this scene, because at this point, you, you were still thinking Lockstone that burnt down the raft, right? 
I, yes. think I think that's the most logical person to guess, cause especially when they're after Prince, you see Locke looking, and we all know how Locke feels about this island. So, mm-hmm. Vault's starting up a game of bad gammon, backgammon, Locke, you know, hey, who are you playing? Can I play? And we, we learn Hurley owes him $83,000. <laughs> now listen, Mr. Sal. But I'm not spoiling the next episode for you, but the next episode is numbers. Here's yep. a number relative to Hurley, $83,000. Remember yep. it. Pin it. $83,000. Pin it. Okay. Yeah. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I didn't write it down before because I thought it was just some random number. No, pin it down. Okay. It, it, it is actually basically just a random number, but it's, it's a number. Apparently. Okay. Dollars? You put dollars or you say 83,000? I, um, I, I wrote the dollar sign right in front of the 83,000. Okay. Not after? Before? Before. Okay. That's your style. How do you feel about people that do the dollar sign after? I've never seen it before. You really? No, I've never seen that. You ever, so, you, ever, you ever seen someone do eighty three thousand dollar the dollar sign after it or like twenty hundred people? Really? No. It's like, I thought it was more of like some European people do that or something. Yeah, maybe, but it's like how do how do you feel how do you feel about people using like a what's it in mathematics they they swap the decimal point in the comma? Oh, I don't have any problem with that. I, I'm, I mean, I I. I studied in Europe for a little while and I got used to it. Yeah. it some pretty weird stuff. Anyway, <laughs> why? Why? How does that? How did that occur? <laughs> why? Why is that like a parody between the two? Like why? I, I don't know. Good question. Honestly, I, I, I like our system better. I like it because it's our system. <laughs> no, I don't like it because it's our system because, um, because you, you there's a different use for commas. Right, it separates every three mm-hmm. powers of ten. But yeah, but they reverse it, so like you can. Use they don't put a decimal before for separation of three powers of ten. They they put it like a space. Oh okay. I, don't like, okay. I don't like the spaces. Ah uh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because like, you think of them as different numbers then by accident. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So no, I I like our system better here. Yeah. Good. All American. Nice work, Mister Style. <laughs> so anyway they start playing some backgammon and I I also want you to pin this Walt asks if Locke has a dad I, I this is awesome this is so and, interesting and Locke goes well yeah everyone has a dad I have a dad is he cool Mr. Locke and Locke he gets kind of serious like no no he's not well, cool we that Locke was a foster child we know he's a foster child. Yeah, so um, we know that he didn't grow up with his dad. He, well, no. We know... Well, yeah, that's true. He didn't grow up to an extent. We we don't know if he ever knew his dad. Right. Um, He's saying he's not cool. We don't know if that's because, you know, his idea of him is just he's not cool. He's never seen him, and I can understand having resent for him in that way. Or he did, you know, he remembers him, and he didn't know him as a kid in some capacity, and... He does not think he's cool. But put a pin in that. Okay. Put a pin in that. We I'm telling you, we need a pin board for lost. We do need a pin we need a pin board for lost. But I also like I like throwing around the put a pin in that. <laughs> then, I don't know if you what well, if I tell you to put a pin in something, what do you do? Do you just mentally Nothing. note it? Nothing. 
I mentally note it, but I usually forget it by the next episode. Why, yeah, <laughs> that's why we really need a pin board. I'm not even kidding. You need a pin board. <laughs> I don't remember what to pin. <laughs> so. I'll tell you, and then you got to write it down and put it on your pin board. Oh my gosh. But this is this one's not too long of a pin. In terms of the back burner reference, the 83,000, you can put that right on front, heat it up quite a bit, because that's next episode. Nice. The, the, the lock one in the middle. You know, you can put it. It doesn't have to be quite in the back. Is okay. it, we're, not, we're not talking like monster hatch, side getting hit in the back levels of backness over there. No, the foreground. Okay. <laughs> I have to bring them up just so that way you remember. Remember they exist, but you still don't have a resolution no, to them. I appreciate you bringing them up because I, I actually did forget about the Saeed getting hit thing. I mean, I didn't forget about it. It just wasn't in my mind. Yeah, yeah. So we'll never forget. Okay. Or the others as well. Yeah, don't forget about them. Okay. Uh, But then... The dad stuff is cool too, but then... We get the big stuff. Walk mm. gets. Well, I also I know Walk gets lucky while they're playing too. Did you get see that? He like rolls and he celebrates and locks. Yep. Oh, whatever, right? Yep. Lucky Walt. Yeah. But visualize it, Walt. Locke has a question for Walt. Why did you burn the raft? <laughs> it lot. What I like about kids is kids are really bad about hiding their emotions. Or like, like you could tell when a kid's lying most times. Kids are not very good liars. <laughs> it's like, well, just kind of like, yep. <laughs> like that's that's the immediate like you're yep. very guilty face. <laughs> the que- I've never <laughs> me. <laughs> but you know, Locke promises not to tell anyone. You know, why did you burn it down? And Walt confesses, hey, I burned it down because I don't want to move anymore. I've moved a lot in my life. And I like it here. And yeah. Locke just kind of agrees that, you know what? I like it here too, Walt. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is good stuff. <laughs> so, and yeah, we were talking about earlier Locke's whole tirade speech that kind of really killed off this witch hunt mob. Complete BS from Locke's point of view. The others did not burn down that raft. Locke does not want to leave the island. Exactly. Leader Locke. Uh, definitely, definitely a head figure on this island. We 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 agree that Jack's probably the leader, but Locke definitely holds weight. I definitely holds weight too. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, to end it off, you get a, you know, Mike starts working on the bow. Jin comes to him carrying bamboo, and says, "Boat to him." So oh, I, I don't know how we learned. I mean, maybe he kept hearing the word boat before, and so he, he pieced it together. But he knows the word boat. Says it to Mike. And then we hear... What, what's the name of the song? Okay, this is Delicate by Damien Rice. Damien Rice is my favorite singer ever. I, I, wow, really? Let's oh, stop. my God. I, I love Damien Rice. I love him. Like, listening, listening to him is like... An almost religious experience. It's it's incredible. He's he's very, very sad. Like I can't listen to his stuff when I'm in a really good mood because it will easily bring you down. But if you're feeling down already, like he's right there to sympathize with you. <laughs> you're breaking me down. Oh man. Yeah, I, I mean I he's 
he is like any breakup that I've had, like he's by breakup music. <laughs> oh my God. He's incredible. For, so, for someone that sings such sad music, you love them so much. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's wow. such good music. It's, it's incredible. I've, I've seen, I, I haven't been to a live performance of his. Like that's one of my, it's one of my bucket list items is I need to see him perform live. <laughs> But I've, what, if it's, what if it's worse than it is? Like, I've, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> because I've, one of those people. I've seen live recordings of him, and like he doesn't even move. He just stands there, plays his guitar, and sings, and you can't take your eyes off of it, and you can't even take a deep breath. It's unbelievable. He's incredible, and so the fact that they ended the the, the episode with this song, I was so excited did you go but, did you listen to the song afterwards uh yeah i did yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and it, it's and i'll i mean i'll happily listen to that whole album that album's amazing but it's uh is it uh, the other thing that i noted at that time though was all the like um episode ending music always comes from hurley's cd player a lot of time i, I don't think always no, I think there was maybe one or maybe yeah, two times. Yeah, there's a handful. Yeah, but but it's very common for it to come from his CD player. And I was just thinking as I watched it, I'm like, how are the batteries still working on this CD player? <laughs> so when <laughs> when it dies at the end, I was like, yes, they they read my mind. <laughs> I love yeah. Oh, I love it when it dies. Is, oh. that, is that an act? What's the like lifespan on those? With like, how long does the battery usually? Uh, I mean, those? it depends on how much you use it, but I I would say, you know, you probably got maybe seven or eight hours of play out of them. Really? Only? Something like that. Wow, you must have killed through batteries back then. No, no, because here's the thing. Discman were terrible devices oh okay they were awful because you couldn't actually move with them yeah because they're a spinning cd right that's, yeah. not, that's, not, that's not a good yeah. idea like, like walkman which was cassette tapes that was great like you could do whatever you wanted with a walkman like but like that because they, they didn't skip or anything like that but if you tried to like go for a walk with a discman it would it would just skip and skip and skip and it's like god this is not even worth it so you have to kind of be sitting in the same place in order to use it anyway so like seven eight hours on it that that was okay because you weren't going to do that consecutively anyway wow what a what a time to be alive how like, how was it how did you listen to your music like pre-2000 okay i mean i i remember i remember records like vinyl records when like I heard when I'd hear a song on the radio and my father would take me to like the record store and we'd get a single of that song. Like, so it was just the vinyl of that song. You know, so, so that was that, but I mean, obviously you couldn't do that in your car. Um, I remember buying my first cassette and just thinking it was a huge deal. Uh, it was it was so exciting and and i had a walkman i was so excited uh and so for for a long time i listened to cassettes and and even right through college i still had some cassettes because i still had a cassette player in my car uh and i i think i've told you before i had a radio show in college and i recorded 
all of those radio shows on cassettes and I still have those cassettes, although I don't have a cassette player anymore, so I can't even play them. Uh, and then so I remember switching to CDs in high school though. Uh, I still had some cassettes, but I started buying CDs in high school. Uh, and then in college, MP3s came out and it was like, Oh, what? that's, yeah, that's revolutionary. Right what the there? Heck is this? this is crazy. And then I remember getting, uh, my first iPod when I, uh, was teaching. So yeah. Oh, revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I know the iPod was revolutionary and like MP3 players in general were in terms mm-hmm. of the music stuff, but just think about, imagine like, I, I, when I listen to music, I just, I spit ball all over the place. Yep. So either I have to like make my own cassette yep. or I'd have to like, ah. Oh, I, and I did a lot of that too. I made, I made a lot of mixtapes. They were like yeah. best, you know, and then, <laughs> then it was mixed CDs. But, but I tell you what, what happens now is it's really rare that, I or anybody I even know listens to an album all the way through. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's rare now because you, you. But you did it all the time. When, like when I was in college, like you just listened to the whole album. Yeah, like, you yeah, bought the whole thing. Yeah. So, Too lazy to. Well, also because it's, it's more work to like repeat it. Well, actually, maybe not for CD. Player. It wasn't too much work it, on a cassette. It cassette was though, yeah, cassette. That's work. DVD player is not too much work. Yeah. So. But anyway, so so anyway, when the when the batteries died, I was pretty like happy. I was like, well, while the music's playing, I'll just quickly say we see uh, Shai together, Sun in her bikini, and uh, Charlie and Claire, and they show them a lot together, Charlie and Claire, in this episode. So yeah. looks like they're doing well. And yeah, uh, yeah the batteries die. Charlie speaks about the son of something, and <laughs> that is the end. <laughs> I look how it was just quiet, like there's just no music, then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now I'll tell you from here on out, Mr. South, there is no more music at the end of the episodes. No. Stop that. Okay. I don't believe you. Okay. So your verdict's still in uh an eight? Yeah, I mean, really, I there's there's a lot that I love about this episode and there's a lot that I don't like, but there's nothing that is oh, deal breakers no it's not like the golf <laughs> or the uh you know the like useless flashbacks in some of the episodes like it's it, i i like i generally like everything there's just some stuff that drives me nuts that i prevent it from bumping up to a nine I, i'm not do. close to a seven like i'm not close to a seven on it it's, it's a solid eight definitely not uh, I I just block that out. I don't even think about it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well maybe Kate and Jack are gonna, you know, maybe their relationship is gonna bloom. I'm getting. I have high hopes. It's what yeah. the whole series relies on for me. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to contact us, Podcast at gmail dot com. Mr. Sal, see ya. Probably inform me. <laughs> I do it. usually get to the emails first, don't I? I mean, you, you. I think you always get to the emails. <laughs> yes. It's not. I guess I could just set it up on my phone. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I have enough emails. <laughs> um. Were emails always popular when you were younger? Like, Email. Yeah. 
I didn't even know what email was until I was in college. <laughs> I didn't go online for the first time until my first year of college. Oh wow! Yeah, like, I, I mean, I the the trend the transitions that I've seen in my life, I can't even like uh, I, I can't even fathom. Yeah, I know how much you like yeah. technology and stuff. I know, well, and also your feelings on it. You kind of hate it, but you're also addicted to it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's true. I mean, it's 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 nuts. Hell of a drug. It is. Um, but so if you're using that new Spangle thing email, feel free to shoot us one. Um, I don't know. You guys share the podcast. Eh, classes are back in session if you, if you or for whatever you're in college or in school. Uh, you have virtual classes, physical classes. Just a lot of the times. Teachers might say, especially in high school, might say, "Hey, let's all share something about ourselves." So, hey, let's. Did, I did, did that. You do this? I did this on, on my first of day. Of course, you did. Oh. Yep. So, what was your What was your format of it? Was like, uh, well, I so I I teach two different courses, and there's some overlap in students, so I have to use two different formats. Otherwise, they're doing the same thing. So um, this year, uh, in one of my classes, I had them put together a, a Google slide. Uh, of the char- the television or movie character that they most relate to that best represents them. I don't so, know what I would do for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, some of them had a tough time, but some of them were really good. Uh, and and they had to uh, tell me who, uh, which character it was and why. So they, they had to explain like what about that character is similar to you. Uh, so for uh, the other class, I had them tell me the most interesting that they did since the last time I saw them. So. Okay. That was a little more sad. But I did tell uh when when I said what the most interesting thing that I've done since the last time they saw me, uh oh. I, I I did say I started a podcast. Genius tear was just <laughs> 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 That's what I like to hear. <laughs> but yeah, if you're if 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 you're in yeah, you're you're giving a prompt, something interesting, something blah blah, some, tell something about yourself, that type of scene whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. just say a trait about myself i listen to podcasts especially the shoppers podcast i you know trait or whatever you know something interesting about me hey i love podcasts especially the shoppers podcast <laughs> be very appreciated exactly. and, it's, and, it's, and it's a great you know there you go i've given you don't have to think about it because i hate having to think about that stuff there you go we did it for you i i my you know what mine go to was what? I love sushi. That's just what I said. <laughs> Andrew, there you go. I just I like sushi. You don't love sushi. I do like sushi. I like I like it a lot. Spicy okay. meanings. I do like sushi. I really oh, do. Well, specific I type of sushi, right? Yeah, specific type. I'm okay with sushi in general. Actually, I don't. The, the only fish I like is sushi and tuna. Well, sushi is not a specific fish. I know. I know. But I, I, I still like any. Like I like crab meat sushi. Oh, I got it. Sushi. Okay. Like, I, I like sushi in general. All right. Good. So. Uh, yeah, glad to hear that, Mr. Sal. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Also, five stars review, always appreciated. And thank you for listening.